Welcome to O'Malley's Gym Podcast number four. We have future professional bodybuilder Ryan Foster. I hate it when people put that in their Instagram bio, but hashtag. Yeah, hashtag future future pro. I think but that's an automatic. Like, it's automatic. You're not getting. Yeah, you're not automatic. Your you're not ever getting your pro card. <laughs> he would never do that. Not no, a no. But, but we can but say, it. say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay when other people say I'll it about that. you, but not when you say it about yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> you can internalize it, but don't say that shit out loud. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna pass on the gym news this week due to current conditions. Fucking Brown. We're going to introduce <laughs> a new segment. demonetized yeah. shadow band already. Yeah. A new segment called Gym Tips. I did the Gym Tips on Instagram and it went pretty well. These will be different gym t- tips because we don't have equipment in here, so. Right. But they'll be a learning experience. Is that tips with a Z at the end of it? Oh, that would be cool. And it's Tuesday. Oh. Tip, Tuesday, Tuesday tip. I think that's yeah, a Tuesday thing. tip. Day. Nick Walker does that, right? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to be plagiarizing. <laughs> yeah, we can't plagiarize, don't we? There's transformation yeah. Tuesday. Everybody uses yeah. the day of the week with a. What's so, that? So, Timmy Tuesday tip day? <laughs> Timmy's Tuesday tips. I don't like Timmy. All right. It just sounds better. It does. So we're going to discuss a different topic each week, and uh, some will be not as intense, easy to learn, but you're going to have four bodybuilders discussing a general topic. And for the first one, I picked the differences between... Circuit training and body part training, and the advantages. So I'm going to open up with uh, why you would circuit train, or why you would body part train, as according to if your goal is something to do with your shaping your body, either burning fat or adding muscle. If you have other alternative motives for the gym, like being a circus clown or a linebacker or some shit, that's all different kind of training that we're not going to get into pretty much ever. That's So we're going to stick with going to the gym for what you look like naked. Right. Burning fat and adding muscles. So, for so you're that, not going to be talking about BOSU ball squat to overhead press. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Or CrossFit. Or... That's thing. exercising to become good at exercising. Right. We're talking about exercising to change the way you look. Is that what powerlifting is, though? So powerlifting is... You're kind of being the best at yeah. exercise, right? You got me in that I one. got you. You got me. <laughs> well, it's different, though, because it's the best it at lifting you. weights. Right. Not exercise. True. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I got you there on that fair one. Fair enough. <laughs> so the first way we'll attack this one is when your goal is to burn fat, why would you choose... Body part training over circuit training. Now, when we say body part training, we mean you have a chest day, and that's all you train to go to the gym. And you have a back day, shoulder day, and it's worked out somewhere like that. Where circuit training, you go from body part to body part in the same workout. You might jump from a shoulder machine to a leg machine to a chest machine. This seems to be very popular within like uh, high school fitness classes or whatever. If you have like zero period, I remember we'd always Body do circuit training. Circuit training. Yeah. yeah, circuit training. Or like football, like summer workouts in the gym. It was like circuit training all the time. Yeah. And it'll work for gaining muscle in for a very short period of time. 
then it becomes ineffective because you cannot train the muscle enough for it to advance when you're doing every muscle on your body. Yeah. I think even back in high school, if I remember right, that we would start the summer out doing circuit training, and then as it progressed, we worked into more body part training. Mm -hmm. So I feel like even in 1998, they knew that. Oh, yeah. So the, in fat burning, a lot of people, I've seen this mistake, they go to the, the fat, they go to circuit training for fat burning thinking they're burning more calories because they're running around the gym working all kinds of muscles. But really how it works, when you break down, let's say you take your chest and you break it down entirely, it's going to take five days for that muscle to recover itself. So for 24 hours a day, for five days to a week, that muscle is causing energy to be consumed and repairing itself nonstop. And then when, let's say, the next day you work another body part, arms, it's broken down and recovering for five days. So during any given day, you have four body parts recovering themselves, using energy to get better. When you circuit train, the workout's basically done when you're done. Your calories are spent and over when that workout, because you're not you don't need to recover from doing one shoulder exercise. That makes sense. Right. And also, when your muscles are recovering, the insulin receptors on them are turned on, so your food wants to go to a muscle that wants recovered. So you're more likely to store the food you eat in your muscle as opposed to fat, which is why. Weightlifters get away with eating so many damn calories and not getting big and fat. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the same thing with uh, if you're doing like hit instead of your steady state, it kind of keeps your calories keep burning after that. Right. I think one of the most um, one of the most important parts about strength training or body part training and increasing your lean muscle tissue is that um, people are only thinking about during the workout and they're thinking about so for instance I, I see a lot of people investing a lot of time in cardio and I think a couple episodes ago we talked about um, you do an hour of cardio you get like what 300 calories or so give or take a little bit depending on how hard you're going um, whereas if like you increase your muscle tissue <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, right. <laughs> if you increase your muscle tissue, it uh, will actually increase your resting metabolic rate. Um, so if you really put a little bit more focus and time into increasing your muscle tissue, um, where if you're talking about 10 pounds of muscle, it's you know roughly the size of your fist spread over your the entire part of your body. So for the ladies that are always worried about looking too bulky, um, just think about 10 extra pounds on your body can increase your body's ability to burn roughly 500 calories at rest. Now, if you take that 500 calories and you, um, you do that every day, that's 3,500 calories a week, right? And 3,500 calories, um, equates to about a pound of fat loss. So if you put yourself in a deficit of 3,500 calories, you will lose a pound of fat. So by just having that 10 pounds of extra muscle tissue, you're increasing your body's ability to to lose body fat, so it carries a little bit more weight um, than I think some people realize. And those are rough figures, obviously. That yeah, we're not doctors or scientists. Yeah, the, I mean, I'm just throwing out some rough numbers and kind of a scale that we often talk about. And obviously, that'll vary on the person and their metabolism. Obviously, so I don't. So the moral, that the, I know. the moral <laughs> of the story is: if you're going to the gym to change your appearance, 
you want to set up a body part specific program as opposed to a circuit training program. And that will vary on the days you have available to go to the gym. So like if you only have three days for the gym, typically be a lower, you'd have a lower body day and then you'd have a push on the upper body day and a pull on the upper body day. Mm -hmm. I was going to say if you have like four days, some it seems like people do like push-pull, push-pull type of thing or like push-pull and then an accessory type day. So. so basically each muscle that you train gets hit and destroyed once per week and it gets allowed to recover for a week. That's the goal. But you don't train it because if you destroy a muscle and then train it again before it's healed, well then you never got to see the results of that breakdown heal itself. You're just breaking yourself down repeatedly and not recovering. Mm -hmm. Unless you're not training super hard. I was say you should be training. Hard you sh it should take you a full week to recover, like especially my legs, yeah. especially legs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm always after a up. week. There's still it's like just barely Sometimes time. I feel like you like, can take another day or two. Yeah, yeah. A week and a day. When I hit legs, one day, then I don't get recovered until maybe like the <laughs> the day the next week the that of, I do yeah. legs. So if you can train a body part within three days of training it, you didn't do it right. Mm -hmm. Harder. I think with arms though and things like that, I think you can get away with doing like maybe a pump set for biceps on a back day if it's like two or three days later or even the next day, I think. That's but another topic to introduce yeah. Yeah, blood exactly. to a healing body part. Whether than like a full tissue breakdown. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we could definitely talk about that later. <laughs> That's a good topic for yeah. next week. Yeah. Um, good to go. Do you want to move into meeting our guest? Let's meet our guest. Okay, I'm Ryan Foster, 28 years old. Uh, I've been working out since I was 14. Started bodybuilding in 2018 competitively with Brandon. Got me uh, out of opposing class. I was just a noob, and he saw a little bit of potential in me, so... We all did, by the way. Yeah, I remember when you walked in. I still felt like, small as fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah. I still feel small as well, fuck to this day, but... Let's get that guy with us. He's, mm -hmm. he's, he's the truth. That was, that was funny, because we're like, he's got to get with somebody. <laughs> I'm like, these guys are fucking with me. <laughs> somebody. Like, he's got to get with somebody. Yeah. That's a cool part of the gym. I can't believe that some book just walks in the door. Yeah. Ryan just breathes in the door. Like, the fuck? This place is cool. I was like, this is heaven. Now he's our family. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, I'm super grateful for the gym. Uh, the place I grew up training kind of changed over to like a CrossFit gym. Didn't have that hardcore feel anymore. I was kind of lost. And then What gym did you... Oh, wow. It was in Hood River, yeah, That's yeah. Right. It's still cool and everything. They still got the same, for the most part, the same equipment. But yeah. the whole atmosphere is totally the different vibe. now. You know, there's dudes walking around with their shirts off, little scrawny guys swinging up and down. Also doing kipping pull-ups <laughs> yeah. and... <laughs> yeah, doing a... Uh, yeah, power, power cleans and hand cleans. They don't. They don't love the bodybuilders over there. Yeah. I, I remember I was posing in the back, and somebody's like, "Put your clothes back on." Like, As he's probably shirtless. I'm fucking shredded, clothes. and I actually look good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> should be happy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't have anybody else here that competes. I've been here before you. <laughs> I, th I feel like a lot of people have that same story about our gym. I know we, we just beat it into the ground, but like it, it's um, 
after having what we have at that gym, I couldn't even imagine going back to another gym. Like it would, like I I think about like how much I would love to move out of Oregon a lot of the times, and I'm mm-hmm. like, but I wouldn't have. Dude, I've had this conversation. I don't know how many times. I, I'm not leaving, dude, because of our gym. <laughs> like that's. It's one of the same. Like the reasons why I stay here is yeah. because of the gym. It's probably. I mean, of course, my family, but like, the I. I, I the that's my place I go to every day. Like I can't like I won't even I won't even move out of Gresham. Yeah. You know, like because I, I I I'm like you know I would love to move, you know somewhere like more central to where all my work is at. But I'm like dude the what that that changes all the time. But the one place that I go to consistently is our gym. I'm like there's well like me I live in Vancouver and I literally have an LA Fitness within five minutes of my house and a 24 that's within five minutes of my house. But I will drive 25 to 30 minutes Absolutely. just to go to O'Malley's. Yep. Oh, when I first found it, I was in Hood River still. And I was 40, oh, yeah, that's 45, that, 50 minutes. made that truck all the time. I made it yeah. like every day for a while, and I was like, I don't care, man. After a long-ass day, I was doing manual labor, mm-hmm. and uh, I still go out there and train till fucking midnight some nights. And yeah. Well, it's almost, I hate to say this, it's kind of cliche, but it's like a church in a way. People will go drive however far just to go to church sometimes mm-hmm. so just because they like the atmosphere and it's soothing and it's therapeutic yeah and it's now, essential and now you're <laughs> training people out of it yeah. yeah 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 so i started personal training because manual labor is fucking killing me i've been doing uh painting houses since you're I was still a doing kid. that a little bit yeah right? i still do that i still have my company but um Dude, I just the bigger I got, the harder it got to climb up those big ass ladders, and Dude. and then I'm dieting, and then I'm tired as shit, and kind of lightheaded going up and down ladders. I'm like, this isn't safe. Yeah, I can imagine. So I just started training, and it's picking up pretty good. But you know, I'm still doing a little bit of painting, but just the, keeping with like single level houses and <laughs> <laughs> ground level shit. It's nice to be able to pick and choose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no more like three-story condos. I did that and I was way over the weight capacity for the ladder and it's uh, bending every step I take going up. Oh, yeah. I'm like, today's going to be the day. I'm going to fucking fall and there's going to be no bodybuilding. So. I was going to say, your bodybuilding career could be done. Right. Potentially. I'm like, dude, so I get worried about even tearing a, a pec. Or something like that. I'm like, if I fall and I can't, no, I'm, I'm already not like. Dude, ladders are freaky. I don't like them. I, yeah. I work. Um, if you, I don't mind heights when I'm at work, working on a aerial lift or a scissor lift. If there's like a flat surface, I'm good, dude. But ladders freak me the fuck out. Like we, I was a, uh, we have a. I think it's about, it's an extended ladder. It's somewhere between right now like 20 to 25 feet to our roof hatch. And I get up on that thing and it starts flexing and shit. Yeah. It freaks me out. And there's like other guys, other trades that have come up to me like that are like a little bit sketched out by it. And they're like, hey, dude, uh, have you went up that ladder? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Like, all right, well, if, if you if, like, if you made it, then I'll go. Like, cause I, I'm but I mean, most of those are like 300 pound max capacity and you're well over that. Yeah. Especially if you're carrying up any equipment Ooh, with oh, you. Yeah. I'll, I'll be carrying like a whole sprayer with me or like a ladder on top of that. I'm like, dude. Because I did have one bust in half one time. Oh, it was Jesus. a 20-footer, and it kind of slipped slipped a little bit, caught it, broke it in half, and fell back and busted my ass. And oh, my God. I've been terrified ever since. I still do it because it's good money, but... Yeah. Were you, were you like, kind of your size still, or...? I was, like, 220. Well... A little bit. Still pretty big. You had some muscle on your ass to protect it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big boys don't fall gracefully. No. Man. Anytime I take a fall at work, dude, it's, like... It's bad, dude. It hurts. <laughs> I used to be so athletic and, like, yeah. flexible and 
Not anymore. I try to stretch, but it's it's you're not going to be as limber as a 180 pounder. No. Like no, I get I get like dudes at work just run circles around me doing something. I, I move pretty good for a big guy, but most of the guys that I work with are probably 170 to 200 pounds. They just I'm like, man, I'm, that looks like it feels really good to be able to move that way. <laughs> What's that even like? Be nice. Yeah. So where do we have people contact you if they want training? All right. So uh, my email is fosterphysiques at gmail.com or on my Instagram, ryanfoster67. How, yeah. long, how long have you been training now? So I've been certified for like three years, and I've just kind of been doing it for fun on the side. But um, just this year I started actually – um, like coaching some people, like just getting started, and it's pretty good so far. I got like eight or nine clients right now, and yeah. doing some online coaching, and people seem to be making progress. So, yeah, I've seen some of your stories and pictures. Yeah, you got a couple, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got a, I got one buddy who's made a huge transformation in a short amount of time um, because he follows the plan. Weird, like perfectly. So, <laughs> <laughs> and like awesome. even the water and everything like that. Like people don't understand. Like, you got to track it, or you got to, like, pay attention to how much water you're drinking. You think that you're getting water when you're having tea or something like that. I'm like, no, that doesn't count. No. Like, Gatorade doesn't count, just regular water. Right. Um, so, are you? do you feel like this, like, working in the gym is going to be a little bit more conducive to, I mean, I guess it kind of is. Oh, absolutely, like, already. Being at the gym is going to be. Yeah. I mean, in the winter months for painting it slowed down anyways for mm -hmm. me so I kind of planned on picking up more training in the winter and stuff like that and just working on growing and not crawling up and down ladders and hauling my tools around everywhere and you know, just going to the gym and back every day and being in that atmosphere like as much as possible and being around like-minded people rather than you know contractors you know they got a totally different mentality right they're making fun of you for eating Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I'm taking rice. three lunch breaks, and they're, like, not taking any. I'm like, I'm good at what I do, but I still got to eat. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> yeah, so, you don't get as big as you without eating a shitload of food. No, no. Let's, let's talk about your – so you've competed one time. Yep. Um, let's talk about your first um, experience on getting to the stage. Like, um, you know, what was that like for you? Like, I mean, you've, you've been training. You decided you want to compete. Like, take us through that, yeah. that prep, like, how did, you know, like, some of the ups and downs, and, and, you know, what did you feel like after you competed, what did you feel like before you competed, and... It was totally night and day from what I was doing. Um, I was training hard, like, since I started lifting, I've always trained hard, and, like, the first thing I ever did was just deadlifts. I was just always doing deadlifts. And then um, squats, all the all the basic power movements, and... My diet was all right. I pretty much just did chicken and rice because I just looked up on the internet and that's the only thing that I really knew. Right. So I was up to like 230, 240, I think like that. But then when we started working together and I got like an actual diet plan and um, it's totally different than just eyeballing everything. Like it was the first time I started weighing my food out and just being super disciplined in all of it and the cardio and everything and... It was, a, it was a lot harder than I thought. Really? There's a big difference in, like, I thought I was a bodybuilder before, but I was, I was just a gym rat. Right. And so, like, some of these people, it's like, 
I, you can be a bodybuilder that doesn't compete, but I think you kind of have to follow a diet and like look like Go a body, look like a bodybuilder yeah. to some extent, and not just train. So that was the main difference, and uh, yeah, I fell in love with it. Yeah. What got you into bodybuilding initially? Because I know you were really into it back in high school, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, I was super skinny, which I didn't like. And I played sports and everything. And yeah, we'll have to post some of those. I, Man. I posted yeah. a few. The leg one? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was huge. With that thigh on. <laughs> yeah, we got to post that at some point in this. That before and after. Yeah, I was, I was just remembering all that. And uh, so my brother had got a personal trainer, and he was a bodybuilder. So I was like a freshman in high school. And he started taking me to the gym. And I was like, there was a couple big dudes. I was like, fuck, yeah, that's what I want to do. And it was like a hardcore gym back then. So Your they, brother like, was a bodybuilder? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, he never competed or anything, but he was he was getting pretty... Does pretty he still strong. train and stuff? Or? Not right now, yeah. but uh, I'm getting back into it. Nice. But yeah, he took me there to the gym, and um, I just saw the bodybuilders. It was, it was like hardcore old school bodybuilding, mm-hmm. just rusty weights and shit like that. And yeah, I just, that's all that I did. <laughs> I just started hanging out with the older kids that were big, and I said... I'm gonna compete one of these days, but I never felt big enough until I was 25 years old and I was like 220 on yeah. stage. Going off of that, what got you into bodybuilding? I think we should go do a roundtable on that since yeah. we're on that topic. Um, we haven't talked about it. So I, I grew up pretty fluffy. I, I mean, like I carry that kind of body type, anyways. But and I always trained for football and stuff, and I was like a relatively big kid, and then uh, it's really weird. <laughs> I can I can remember the like the night like it was yesterday. I went to the store and I got this. Um, it was like a flex magazine or a muscle and fitness magazine, and I was just looking at it at home. And I started reading about nutrition and cardio and and fat loss. And I'd um, I had transferred high schools my senior year, and I wasn't able to play any sports because I, I didn't live in the district, so I didn't really have anything to do. And uh, I remember that night I was like, well, I'm gonna try to do that. Like it was like, it was really weird. I had this stupid magazine. <laughs> Like, just as typical of an article as we would read today, the same stuff that they reprint over and over and over. And I went to the gym and I did some cardio and um, it felt really good. Like, real moderate. And I remember, like, reading about moderate intensity and, like, running and all that stuff was just, like, as a football player, I hated it. Like, mm-hmm. hated running, like, sprinting, anything. It was miserable to me at that age. But um, I was just reading about, like, moderate intensity and how that was, at the time, was kind of the, what they preached. And so I went and did some, you know, some training. So I lifted did some cardio, felt really good, came home, like ate a good meal. And I was like, I could do that. That's not that bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up losing like 50 pounds my senior year of high school. And um, I ended up, um, so out, shortly after that, I kind of just lingering around Olympic gym. I had a few um, competitor um, competitors that were around me. And it was actually an ex-girlfriend of mine from middle school whose mother came um, up to me and was like, hey, have you ever thought about competing in bodybuilding? It was Teresa. Teresa? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, so she asked me, like, yeah, and I was like, like, in a Speedo? Like, yeah, right, you know, like, <laughs> super insecure. Well, um, about a year or so passed. This is, like, still in high school, a year or so passed, and I decided I was going to do it. And so I hired our um, one of our gym owners over at Olympic, and um, 
I just did it, man. Just I after like the, <laughs> I hated it. I I didn't. I wasn't really lean. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just leaner than I've ever been in my life. But I wasn't. I, I was two of us, two junior competitors, and he beat me. And I walked off the stage. And my first thought as I was walking off is like, what show am I gonna do next? I was like, this is awesome. Even though I mm-hmm. I just got beat, I was like, this is this is like this is my shit. Did like, you get like I'm, hyped up? Yeah. On when like the crowd's watching you. And yeah. Shit like that. Oh, like, dude, you, it was yeah. like, it was such a rush, and um, and I loved it, and I loved like. The culture at the time, it was like real, like kind of felt like real underground. It wasn't. What year? What year are we talking about? Two thousand three. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that was a good year, yeah. like a good era of bodybuilding, because he had Ronnie still doing his thing. That was yeah. when he was a freak. It was yeah. that two thousand three year? Yeah. And, and then, guest performers that back then in Oregon were legit, badass, like real ones. They did yeah, the like Ronnie would come E-Cup to a lot, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. those guys. Yeah, Ronnie would show up to E-Cup, right? And I mean, one, I don't know if he guest posed, but he would be there, right? Yeah, one year they had Ronnie, Jay Cutler, and Gunter. <laughs> Wasn't Branch Warren there, too, that one? Well, dude, and then, like, yeah. I remember uh, they had, uh, like, Chris Cormier just randomly showed up that year and, and like, came out of the crowd and started guest posing. It was it was unreal, <laughs> dude. It was, like, the top four or five bodybuilders in the in the world at the time were guest posing at local shows. It was it was awesome. That's great, so great. cool. Yeah, it was a great it was a great time yeah, to be competing. Like, yeah. Now you go there and it's like fitness for the guest posing. Or they have yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they have like a fitness or like just some like a mildly dance moderate pro. Right. Some <laughs> yeah, or not even pro. Like an enter- an entertainer at that point. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What about you what about you, Tim? Okay, I got into into bodybuilding. I was into powerlifting. I wrestled through high school and a little in college, and then I got into powerlifting, which I was doing pretty good at. But everyone was like, you got a kind of a physique on. You got small little joints. You know, you should try that bodybuilding thing. And Put those like, to use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at the same gym that Brandon went to Olympic, there was a bunch of bodybuilders around. Sheila, Dale. I actually looked up with Dale. This little randomly... Maddie, yeah, it's done a million shows. Yeah, and still counting. I think he still competes. Probably. <laughs> yeah, super nice guy. Yeah, so they taught me just, and I like that. I like the idea of getting bigger. Is wrestling? I had been losing weight and being small, and then powerlifting. I was being making a smaller weight class to lift a bunch of weight. I like the idea of finally eating. Yeah. It's like bodybuilding. Get to eat. Hell yeah! I was like that. <laughs> Okay, you do it. So I was always an athlete growing up, doing multiple sports, whether it was baseball, uh, ski racing, football, track. Um, but I remember I hurt myself, so I couldn't really do sports, or I had an injury. And one summer I couldn't really do sports, so um, my parents were doing P90X with <laughs> Tony Horton. And uh, I was like, that dude's huge. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the first person I saw that was like fit and I was like okay this is kind of cool so I joined in with them and I was like you know what I'm going to try this P90X thing so I did the 90 days and had a pretty good transformation for being 15 years old Right. and so that's when I was like huh kinda, I kind of like looking big because everybody in my school was like dude you got jacked over the summer I'm like yeah I did Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that got me into lifting and uh, then when I was Lifting in high school, like zero period and stuff like that, because I couldn't play football because concussions and things. Um, but the football coach was like, dude, you're strong as shit. He's like, you should keep lifting. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll keep lifting. So got into that, and then um, 
doing track, I was a, kind of a bigger dude. And uh, I just wanted to be big and fast. But Were you eating the, a lot at that point? Or not you just really. Training? I was just training. Eating regular, like, teenager shit. Yeah, but I would eat, so a, you lot eat a lot of protein. A lot of protein. I did. I was, really into, I was really into hunting back then, too. Yeah. So I was just eating. Did you take around just like bags of just like chicken breast and steaks and shit? It would be like uh, deer steak and rice. rice. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what I would do. I'd be walking yeah. through the halls just eating and like a chicken breast. And teenage hormones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally the best. Acne everywhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's, yeah. that's stuff that some people pay for now. Exactly. Uh, but uh, so then in college, I ran a little bit of track. And I wasn't really digging it. I was really into the lifting part because our track coach got us into lifting heavy weight. And I was like, yeah, screw this. I'm just going to stick to body or like working out because I really liked an athletic side of it. And then uh, my buddy showed me pumping iron and that got me hooked into bodybuilding. I was like, hell yeah, this is it. Pumping iron, bodybuilding, I'm going to do this shit. So I got really into working out. And then I met Tim when I was trying to compete for my first show. We talked about this already. And then after that, I think that's when I really dived into the bodybuilding lifestyle, eating six meals a day. It seems like once you do a prep, you don't you you kind of hooked. Yeah, yeah. It's you a don't really go back to just like half half assing it. Like yeah. exactly, even in your off season, it it becomes regimented, like mm-hmm. taking it to the next level. I just thrived on competition. Like I I wrestled and I played football, and once I I didn't have that anymore, and I found a new avenue of competition. And then like I've always like. I've always been really drawn to stages and like not like bodybuilding, but like levels. Like mm-hmm. I want to, I want to, I like like being able to compete and then achieve this level. That goal's there, and then I have another level that I can go to. I, that always was always really drawn. to I never looked at the stage or competing against people. I looked at, I was driven drawn to it by looking at pictures of people going, "Look at his rear delt." I got to do that. I was always driven by a, developing a body part for myself, not really like for a trophy or anything, but mm-hmm. like I saw a hanging hamstring. I'm like, how the hell? Right. That could get a hanging. How does he have so much muscle that it hangs? I right. need to do that. I have to do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so people can shit on things like P90X and Muscle and Fitness Magazine, but I mean, it got like, me at into some it. point, I mean, yeah. we were like high schoolers, like mm-hmm. being inspired and. Like it, that, that's like what led us to. Well, and what, what is bodybuilding? It's going from a trans, everybody always posts their right. transformation pictures up and that's what P90X was for me. I right. transformed in 90 days from being a little scrawny kid to totally. actually having some baby muscles. There's a, there's a ton, I feel like there's a ton of people that have that. Um, it all just started with a basic transformation that came from something like that or a body transformation contest at work. And they're like, Oh man, like yeah. all, all I needed was like to stop you know, shoving shit in my mouth and... Well, it seems like, what, like what's really popular right now is that 75 hard challenge. What's that? I don't know if you guys have heard of that. Mm-hmm. It's really popular right now. Um, I don't even remember who it was developed by, but it's like uh, two workouts a day, one's 45, they're both 45 minutes long, and then it's taking ice cold showers and then reading 10 pages of nonfiction and sticking to a diet plan for 75 days. I saw you. I think put, is that like stuff. David Goggins kind of like? Kind of like that. It's more like yeah. a discipline thing. I was right. just doing it because I wasn't really disciplined with myself. It's like a hardcore. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I really want to get back into reading books because I used to love to read and then I just got away from it because Netflix and HBO right. and movies and shit. <laughs> right. Um, but I was like, yeah, I need to get disciplined again. So I, I started and then I got sick. But now I'm starting to get back into it after the holidays. So not 75 hard, but just being disciplined with my diet and 
sticking to all that stuff. That's pretty cool. I've never yeah. heard of that before. So before you went to bodybuilding, you were a rapper. I had a very short rapping career. (laughs) (laughs) I did all right, though. You were a rapper from Hood River. Yeah. Did you have a rap name? All right. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's short for all rhymes. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yes. Bro, I'm not going to lie. I have flow. I have flow. I still do. But I will try to post the link of... Of a couple no, of yeah. we won't actually. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> we will. Now that we talked about it, we have to post it. Out. Yeah, yeah, and and he's legit. The dude can. I can flow. It, can you freestyle? I yeah. So if we played something like a beat, could you do something to it? You don't even need a beat, huh? I I can I do like freestyles like if I'm bored and shit driving, literally just by myself. I just start fucking. Flipping. I'll turn on hip hop. No, I. Not in front of people. You're not going to do it now? <laughs> oh, it's only four of us. No. And then whoever else watches afterwards. No, dude. No. I gave that up a couple years ago. Oh, man. <laughs> no, but I actually got pretty decent. Um, me and my buddy, like, we had a mixtape, and uh, we did these things called ciphers. I don't know if you guys know what those are. Mm. It's like... Uh, they, just, they just play a beat. It's just, like, on a loop. And, like, I don't know, four or five rappers will just rap 16 bars do you guys know not on the same subject bars and shit. Do, do you know what a bar is it's like a, a not skyland it's like no. it's like a verse right <laughs> like <laughs> two lines like <laughs> yeah a, verse. a line and a line boom they they rhyme that's a bar okay i, I have so usually idea. like it's pretty much ones. like i actually 16 I sentences like <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i ended up doing one of those and like entered into this competition and Flew down to California. Oh, no really? shit. You were, like, legit then. <laughs> Not, like, really, but, I mean, I got into the semifinals of this uh, team backpack cipher, is what they're called. And me and my buddy went down there. We both got in and fucking rapped in front of, like, a thousand people and, like, really good rappers that we still listen to today. Like, they were all there. and He's really good. Yeah, he's, he's good. <laughs> so, are there <laughs> the any famous rappers? Yeah, the dude can be. Any famous rappers now that you, like, rapped against? I didn't rap again. They were like judges. Okay. So there's this one rapper, and it's funny because I was the only bodybuilder. Because I was still pretty fucking big. Right. And people were like, this is like the weirdest combination I've ever seen. (laughs) You would think it would go together, though. It kind of did. And I I rapped about like getting big a lot. Like, I had this one song. It's like, I used to get picked on. And then I got big as fuck. So now what? Kind of (laughs) like. Is that the one that you did with um... Thomas? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your and, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's fucking good too. And uh, yeah, he is it, it was a good time, yeah. man. Like that was our that was our recreational song. thing. Like um go to the gym, come home, cook, smoke a bowl, fucking spit some rhymes <laughs> and <laughs> you know, it was college days, you know, like yeah. that's just what everyone was doing and it it was a good time. But then when I started focusing on bodybuilding, I was like, gotta put my eggs in one basket. Right. Like, that's what I could actually... I can't see myself living, like, a rapper's lifestyle, like, no. touring and partying and drinking. I'm like, dude, that's not me. Yeah. But I can be a bodybuilder that knows how to rap, so... Yeah. I'll, I'll but, like, that. the weed part. What? The weed part of rap. Like, you could... Oh, I can do that. You can do that. <laughs> <laughs> you got that shit. I got right? that dial, bro. <laughs> you make your own posing routine, so... Yeah. yeah um... 
probably wouldn't, but I mean, <laughs> I definitely like I like that aspect of it, and I had a fucking sick posing routine put together for this year that I did not get to present. But uh, yeah, let's talk about this year. I next really... next year is gonna. So this year you had quite the. Just like everybody that tried to, or around. actually did compete this year, but yeah, I think started dieting in the end of January, and I was gonna do the E Cup. And that got canceled. I was yep. like, fuck it. Let's rebound. And then I was like, man, I'm so shredded already. Let's just push for the Cascadian, I think is what the next one was. And then that had gotten postponed. And I was like, all right, it's all right. Four more weeks. Let's do it. <laughs> and then that got canceled. I was like, all right, let's, let's shoot for like Northern Classic canceled. Yeah. And I entered into all these. Like I paid the fees and shit. And oh, I'm like, Did you get your money back for all those? Most of them, I think, yeah. Yeah. And then um, and I was like, all right, fucking, what was that? The last one I was, like, Night, oh, of Night of Champions. And then I had um, a different show in Arizona lined up because I was like, well, fuck, if Arizona's going to be open, sorry, because um, <laughs> that seemed like they had already had a couple shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at that point, my body, I don't know, maybe it was mentally, but it, I just looked stringy mm-hmm. yeah. um, from dieting that long. And like, I hadn't put on that fresh muscle from my last rebound I didn't hold it long enough to really develop it develop it so by the time I was done with that I looked kind of the same yeah. as last year mm-hmm. like a little five pounds heavier maybe but not yeah. what I wanted to present dude like how you were looking for your initial prep like, the initial prep was oh, yeah you looked good. I looked it was like was so solid for you being like, and, then, and was, then each prep I did after that it, it was, just slowly <laughs> went fucking down and I was like yeah I'm training just as hard. I'm dieting just as hard. But we, and you see it like with people all the time that <clears throat> choose to do four, five, six shows. I mean, like I was literally I just about to say, like it, it should be a caution to people. I think yeah, once you've yeah. had the muscle long enough, you can do that. But I mean, I'd only done. I don't feel like people can diet that long. I feel like at some point your body's just like, yeah, we're good. We're not going to that level anymore. It's it's, it's not as responsive. Like, I mean, like I feel like physique and um or excuse me um you know bikini girls and um. I don't even want to say men's physique because some of these dudes are getting fucking jacked now. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when you when you can maintain a little bit softer of a look and you're not like bringing that extreme look, like yeah, maybe you can get away with competing a handful of times. But like I don't I don't really know very many bodybuilders that can. You got to be genetically yeah, dude. Like gifted for not holding fat. I will say maybe you want to talk about the science of like doing too many shows or dieting for too long and like the effects, the negative effects of doing that. Your thyroid, I feel like, takes yeah. a big hit. I can only like, imagine that your was me, just like, get jacked. I was just staying flat, like my, I don't know if it was something to do with the thyroid. It just wasn't. Would you like to? Oh, that's a huge topic. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't overdiet. Don't don't diet all year long. Your look will not be good. Yeah, it, it, I I just don't know. I mean, I've seen maybe a couple of pros that. Maybe like I don't. It seems pretty rare for them yeah, to do a lot of shows. I'm trying to think of you're gonna lose your pop. Yeah. Oh, a perfect exactly, example of yeah. it is the people that qualify off of points for the Olympia. They get last, right? Because like they do so many shows to right. get the points, and right. they show up to the Olympia and look like shit. Yeah. So yeah, it's because they did so many shows. Yeah. At least, and they're just and, not there. And that's why the guys who are in the top half of the Olympia don't compete all year. Right. So Save it for so that one show. Good. Right. Just a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's yeah, a might... tough that's a tough thing to do. I mean, because like, what what are the what's qualifying now? Like, you, you win a show, 
where you earn enough points, right? So it's like... It, well, certain shows are weighted differently, too. So, like, if you win the Arnold, you automatically are qualified. Right. But I think it's, like, I don't know, uh, the California, I think it's based off a certain amount of points. Mm-hmm. And, but then, like, the New York, if you win that, you automatically qualify. It's just... The I mean, more it's weighted differently. Ones. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I mean, if you're kind of a newer pro and you want to compete at the Olympia, you're like... You better go out and win a show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, that automatically qualifies you. If you don't, then you're going to be scraping all year long. And then, like, is it even really going to be worth well, shit? Like, and then I was just listening to Nick Walker talk about um, how being a newer pro, too, you're not going to get judged, I guess, fairly because you're a rookie still. So you got to earn your stripes. Right. Because if you go, like, Nick Walker could show up to, like, a soft Big Rami and maybe look better, but he's not going to beat Big Rami at a show. Yeah. Like, that. <laughs> People will just turn. Right. So, unless you feel he's that's true. Just if you're that good, yeah. But he's the gift for a reason. Yeah. What What is um, the placing? So the top what of the Olympia automatically qualifies to come back the next year? Five. Top five. Yeah. <clears throat> that's cool. I believe. Or is it six? I thought it was five. I always feel like people rank though the like the top six. Maybe I'm thinking nationals. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but for like pushing the off season weight, like did you have to get like pretty thick, or did you? I mean, because you didn't stay lean year round, but no. you didn't really have to push. Like push the number genetically, like you're yeah, already pretty big. For me, like genetically, the number just went up. I never really right. Like my goal was always to like not get too heavy. Cause yeah, I always knew like if I. Each year, I would kind of allow myself like an extra five or ten pounds of like off season weight because yeah. I always knew that the certain like body for me it was it was always the, the the scale would just go up like it was really easy for me but it was also I just feel like a lot of people nowadays like I mean I got sucked into it because I was like getting attention online from mm-hmm. some of these big bodybuilding like promoter pages and shit and I was like fuck if I get thick again like. They're not gonna look at me anymore. So you have like, no content. To so post. people, yeah, I'm like <laughs> fat. Nobody wants to see cellulite in your glutes, like. But it happens, you know. Like. Yeah, I think a lot of people are afraid to push that, that boundary, like with how thick you should get for an off season. See, this is my because theory. the the social media now. I was gonna say my theory as to why bodybuilding, because everybody always compares the bodybuilders now to the 90s and say, oh, the 90s was so much better, the early 2000s. Social media wasn't a thing. So those guys were getting big as fuck. Like, <laughs> you look at Lee Priest, he looked like he was obese. Yeah. Jay Cutler would look like he was obese. Ronnie looked like he was obese. Kai. Yeah, they all got huge. And because they didn't need to go out there and post social media stuff. But now you got guys that are lean all year long, but they don't really make gains the next time they go up on stage. They just look the same or worse. I don't know. That's just my theory. Being like an, an influencer, like there's a lot more like bodybuilding influencers. Yeah, I mean, it, it really comes down to like, do you want more followers or do you want to win shows? Right. Like, but sometimes that pays the bills. Yeah, so I mean, it's it, like, it, and and I'm, who am I to like tell you right to, to like turn away money or followers or whatever it is that you're doing? If that's if that's ultimately your goal is to just, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. there's there's some there's a <clears throat> a handful of like freaks out like uh, Craig Golius. Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. a freak, nasty, huge dude, like, not really a competitor at all. Right. I mean, he competed before, and he was not really that good at yeah. it, but, like, I mean, that dude's making dough. Like, just right. doing incident. <laughs> dude, I'm... Yeah, I'm well, he's got his own niche. Like, when I started, I just wanted to be big as fuck. I didn't care about being shredded. I wanted to look like the off-season Ronnies and the off-season Jays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But 
That's a good goal. Nowadays, it's like frowned upon, it seems like a little bit. like. Mm-hmm. As, as an old guy, I'll give you this advice. You only remember in the very end the best physique you've ever created. Everything else is not going to matter. Yeah. So for your off-seasons, I would get as fat as required to push, only as fat as it re- that you need to be to push the most weight. Because you're going to push more weight at a certain body fat. And then once you get fatter than that, it's not going to help you push more weight. Think of, don't get that fat. Just get fat enough to push optimal weight in the gym to build the best physique you possibly can because that's what you're going to remember when you're old and in your rocking chair. And I can remember 2007 I did the seven feathers and got four of them. But I think <laughs> yeah. that right. You're just going to remember that one time, the ultimate. How many, and I mean, ultimately, what's your goal? Be a pro bodybuilder, exactly. obviously, yeah. yeah a so competitive pro body, win, not just win my pro card and be like, "Fuck yeah!" To but win like, fucking shows, like, to win. I mean, it's yeah, not really absolutely. About, and and I'll tell you right now, if you continue winning bodybuilding shows and become a pro bodybuilder, all that other stuff will. Yeah, kind of I wish stuff. that I could just fucking delete all my social media and just go dark, but like, <laughs> there's so much content on there. I love to watch the fucking TikToks. They just like yeah. <laughs> like spend like an hour scrolling through laughing my ass off on the stupidest little videos. Like, Dude, that app is the devil though. Like, it like, is. It's a if you time... start scrolling through it, like you'll just be like I'll, I'll, I'll like start looking at it One more. in the morning or something and then like before I know it I'm like oh shit I'm late. Dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll get like lost in the world. Sitting on this toilet for five minutes. I know my hands will go numb because yeah. I'll sit on the toilet watching TikToks and I'm like Oh shit, my hands are huge. I, I can't scroll anymore. Dude, my hands have been going numb lately. That's funny that no. you bring that up. My hands have been going numb when I'm on my phone. Like, yeah, like same. That should be a pretty really, clear sign. I think it's worth yeah. it's time. <laughs> Pitch it off. Get off. Your Get body's telling you something. Yeah. I, I took it as a sign that my supplements were working great. There's that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, anyways, um, back to your competitive career um what what do you have in store next year what's what's the plan i'm pretty eager to get on stage so i mean it's looking like e-cup's gonna be the first show but i don't want to be that same naive motherfucker that i was at the beginning of the year i tried warning you you I did and i was like you. fuck you I'm i know i knew it. that you said just that. watch <laughs> <laughs> fucking negative dick <laughs> don't put that you guys down. are hating i'm like <laughs> i wanted it to happen but i was just being a realist i was like dude you should just not even register for this one. I knew it wasn't going to happen. Dude, and it's funny because I was like set, I think I was like three and a half, four weeks out from Night of Champions. And I was like, it's not going to happen. So I pulled out and that's the first show that fucking happened. Right. But I got an email that's like, you're going to have to wear a mask. And I was like, no. Yeah. I'm not going to wear a mask on stage. Fuck that. Yeah. And so they ended up not having to wear them. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, God damn it. Yeah, I, I felt like last year was such a, oh man, it was such a weird year to be a competitor. And it was like, as we were kind of going through that together, you were, you know, we'd kind of revisit like every week, like, okay, where are we at? What's going to happen? What's, what's the state doing? What, you know, and, and it was like, as, as a coach, it was like, man, I don't want to like, I don't want to be the guy that's like, yeah, pull the plug and then hear you like waste the time. But I also yeah. don't want to be the guy that's like, yeah, dude, just keep dieting. Like, cause yeah. I know how like, I've t- I told you a hundred times. I'm like, right. bro, I'll tell you right now, if it was me, I'd, I wouldn't be doing it. Like I wouldn't put myself. I should have listened the very first time. And I would have been like 20 pounds heavy right now, but I maintained that same way. And I stayed at like, 228 to 230 for this whole year. Yeah. I think it was just a good discipline. Didn't exercise. get to grow. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, it kept my waist down for the whole year, so mm-hmm. now I can 
push the food even harder. And it gave you lots of Instagram content. <sighs> yeah, there you go. You got tons of pictures. To post <laughs> yeah. I really did. I got. I I practice posing and shit a, a lot. So I mean. I mean, dude, there's a, there's, there's a, a blessing in disguise, I think. There's mm-hmm. there's people out there, this is like one of my biggest pet peeves, like, they do a, a competition, and then they, I vent to you guys about it, it annoys me, but somebody will do a competition, and for the next two or three years, <laughs> they're recycling the same flashbacks, pictures. Oh, my they're God. Like Thursday, flashback Friday, take me back, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. I love the like, shit. I just that. want somebody to like do you a haven't show competed so competed in, like, three years, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, we talk about this all the time. Whenever, like, a show comes around, and they're like, oh, yeah, here's my stage yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, good luck to everybody. Here's what I look like when I was competing yeah, at that in show. Honor, in honor of the Emerald Cup, here's a picture of me doing the seven feathers. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck out of here? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, these people cannot, like, just let these people have their day. Like, it has to be about them. Oh, yeah. God, dude. Drives me nuts. Biggest body. That's, what's your biggest bodybuilding pet peeve? <sighs> That's a good one. I guess just lately, especially since I've been training people, is like people think it happens overnight. Yeah. So when people are like turning to like PEDs and stuff like right away and they haven't even pushed their nutrition or their training whatsoever, like it's kind of takes away from like us that have actually put in the work and, Mm -hmm. you know, gone through the ringer. Right. And like they think that. They're like, They're oh, this big. guy's just taking a shit ton of gears, so right. that's why he's so big. It's like, no, motherfucker. <laughs> I have been force-feeding myself for 14 years. Like, I right. hate... You guys saw how small I was in those pictures. Like, I hated being small. Mm-hmm. And they think they're going to be some genetic exception. That, right. right. I'm like, you've been training for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just be happy with your progress. Like, if you're gaining a pound a week, it's good. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's why I tell my that's clients. I'm like, if you're good. gaining a that's pound, or half a pound, or a pound a week, <laughs> like stupid. you're on a solid uh, progression. If I know? gained a pound a week of muscle, oh my god, because that's 52 weeks in a year. So 52. Well, pounds like not a muscle, but I, I mean know. like mass, yeah. just in general. Even 52 still, pounds, if it's quality, that's mass, true. Yeah, that's a lot. That's what I'm saying. So eventually, you're gonna hit the wall, but like, no, you're not gonna make these huge jumps like right away. Right. So I'm gonna ask you two the same question. You only get one. Only one pet peeve. Is this about bodybuilding or it could be the gym too? That's a quite like... Let's go with just bodybuilding. Like just the, the sport of bodybuilding pet peeve. Just one. I know dude, we have so many. I, oh, I, I got one. Okay. I love the I love the guy who thinks he's going to be a heavyweight. He's like six foot, weighs <laughs> 250. Yeah. yeah, I was... I'm only, I only got to lose 15 pounds. I'm probably <laughs> squeeze into the heavyweight class. I'm like, bro, you might... Might even not make middles. You might be lightweight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> six foot. Yeah, like this is not even close. Oh, Blue loves that that conversation with people. He'll, he'll slap you in the face with it, like people. And <laughs> I, I've, he has so many stories of people that are like, "Yo, like I." I think I'm a such and such weight class, and he's like, "Nah, dude, try two classes lower." Like, if you're truly <laughs> shredded, and he, he like just does this dishes out that slice of humble pie right from the get go. Or people. they'll come straight to me and tell me, "I want to compete. I've never competed before, but I want to compete as a heavyweight at this show." Why heavyweight? You're gonna look like shit if you're competing <laughs> as a heavyweight at that show. Yeah, like maybe just focus on bringing the best version of you and like wherever. Yeah, you why think about the weight class? Because yeah. it sounds cool. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to be super heavy, but I'm like, I was on the cusp. I was like, if I want to be super peeled, I can't be a super heavy, so. Right. Right. What about you? 
I think mine's a little bit more broad, but the conceitedness sometimes and the egos that yeah. come with like the amateur level of yeah. bodybuilding. I don't care if you're a pro and you're conceited, like you earn that shit. Yeah. But like the future pro thing, like that that's probably my biggest pet peeve is like, ah, oh, future pro. Like on Instagram or right. whatever, people say, I'm gonna be a pro or just yeah. I guess that falls into the unrealistic deal too of like somebody that's gonna do the first show and they're like, Yeah, I'm gonna turn pro. Yeah. <laughs> right off the bat. Yeah. It's like, no, dude, you gotta put in the t- you haven't even I can put appreciate like a level of confidence. Like if right. you're <clears throat> if you're like, hey man, like my goal is to be a pro. Like that that is a legit but isn't that everybody's goal? Uh, of to course, yeah. But like to just go out and like slap all the other people in the face, like yeah, I'm gonna do, like, like just so you guys know, and then like display that. I just like feel like that's such a yeah. That's the, I think thing. that's the thing that pisses me off. Yeah. It's like yeah, you haven't put in the time, you haven't put in the effort, you have, you don't even know. You haven't even competed at your first show, and you're saying a future pro. Right. You have no idea what what's ahead of you. And so no add idea. to that, like those people that have done maybe one show or something like that, and they post, like, 30 videos of them talking on the treadmill, like, hey, guys, I'm out here doing my cardio, you know, day in the life, like, no, you have fucking, like, 30 people that watch that, no one cares. <laughs> they go live and there's two people watching. Yeah, you know, I'm out here just putting in the work, like, no shit, man, like, so is everyone. Yeah. I can't stand those people, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I guess we're kind of on a negative streak, so we yeah, let's, get let's back to more up. positive stuff. Yeah, um, I actually had a a question for you that um, kind of revolves around our like local scene. So we have some. I think lately we've been seeing some like pretty like solid like up and coming competitors Definitely. in the Northwest, and some I, young guns for sure. Yeah, I, and I love it. Um, so my question for you is who would you like to compete against locally? Like, is there some names? Like, and not there's like, definitely not, one dude that not, I want like to see a, who I stack up next not, to. Not like in a, like, a disrespect. Well, there's, there's a couple. <laughs> okay, and maybe maybe there's like, maybe, maybe it does come from a So disrespect. one of them, oh, we're just gonna I've already beat him. So we had this conversation earlier, and I had four <laughs> names. I was like, I bet you these four names are, are on his radar. And it, like I said, it's yeah. not like necessarily from a disrespectful standpoint. No, no, not at all. No, it's like people who are competitive that like mm-hmm. i want to push me on stage like everybody knows i want to compete against thomas again yep. yeah yeah <laughs> yep. and i tell him that every time i'm like whatever show you do next i'm doing it yeah or he'll say that about me and uh i want to see that rematch too yeah too. yeah and then there's this other dude that uh i actually trained with a little while ago named stewart mm-hmm. this motherfucker's like 23 years old he's, he's my size he looks bigger strong as fuck and i'm like you're dense and like grainy for you being that young. Fucking mitts, dude. Like his yeah. hands are huge. You're like that. And so I'm like a monster. Straight up, when we trained, he's like, "I want to beat you on stage." I was like, "Fuck it, let's do it." Like, I love that. I, I, I gotta stand my ground, man. You're yeah, like, five years younger than me. That's cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool to have a young guy say that to somebody yeah. who's a little older. Yeah, like it's not nothing out of disrespect. That's just like, fuck yeah, let's do this. Yeah, yeah. 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 he can say it because he is. I've seen him train. He's busting ass. Yeah. yeah. He's no joke. Yeah. He's allowed to talk. He trains like we do. Yeah. When I, when I watched you guys training legs together like a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, that's that's what you need. Like, that's you what need I was like. like that. I needed a week and a half to recover from that one because we were right. both like, we're going to fucking kill it. Yeah. And then. That's good shit. That's we good. That's we both we were like messaging each other like, I'm fucking trash, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you need to keep training with that guy. because Yeah, are, absolutely. Good yeah. Guy. 
good pair. Yeah, that's that's definitely. So yeah, those two guys. I think it'd be cool if we could all. I think most of us who are going to compete this year are going to do a few shows. So the mm-hmm. chances are pretty high that me and Thomas will do one together. Me and him and. I don't know what, what Dylan's plans or your plans are, mm-hmm. but obviously I like to compete against all the everybody that goes to O'Malley's and shit. It'd be cool. Yeah. Like, well, I'll be doing a fall show, I think. So yeah. if you want to do a fall show, let's do it. Dude, I <laughs> honestly like if shit's still closed down at the beginning of the year, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep growing. Yeah. And just wait till Next fall. Next year, Northwest Bodybuilding is gonna be the best ever. Uh, I think it really will. Long time. No, we got some good. Think, just out of our gym alone, we got some really. We're really good competitors. This kind of lockdown might be a blessing in disguise for people to get big because they're not competing. Spend some get time big. to grow. Yeah, spend some time to grow and just being like and hungry all, to compete. And they're all itching for the stage. Yep, hungry. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, hopefully they'll open, at least open the fucking gyms again for I know. a lot of people. That's that's like, I mean, some of these guys are kind of finding a way to make it work, home gyms and whatnot, but hopefully they can. And there's, there's just some talent now. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Ryan, we haven't seen a competitor of Ryan's caliber in the Northwest in a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Like I can't remember how long, far back. That's crazy. Yeah. I always thought I was super fucking small. <laughs> I was winning shows as a middleweight. Like still to this okay. day, I look at pictures yeah, and I'm like, it's not okay. <laughs> I feel so small. Do you have like bigorexia at all? Like you don't. You probably don't ever feel um, that way. Huh? Yeah. Only when you die. Yeah, because like I don't. Um, like when I see like other big dudes, I'll like I'll be like that dude's fucking massive, and then like I'll see like a video or a picture of me like next to him, and I'm like, all right, I didn't realize that I was yeah still a big dude. Like it's just because I I don't compete anymore, so I don't I don't like. It's sometimes you see somebody who's like a little bit leaner than you. And yes. they might be a little bit smaller, but they look bigger. Right. And you're like fuck, it's yeah. soft and yeah. I I think that I think it always <laughs> like and and I don't like I want to say like. There's definitely like an unhealthy aspect to it, um, if it's like affecting your everyday life. But I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to be better. No, mm-hmm. and like especially if you're, you know, being competitive, um, I don't think that's that's well. And like growing up, like you said, you were like already like yeah, I was a genetically bigger. bigger. Yeah, I was like we were like small little dudes. Same. Yeah. So like yeah, we were all probably like I think about thirty five in high school. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think one of six. I think most of my <laughs> most of my insecurities probably go the opposite direction, like just from like always like kind of tending to be more chubby. So like right. I think like where um, I don't really like necessarily care so much if I'm like big, but like I don't like taking my, I don't like taking my shirt off in public. I don't like even dude even when I was like um, like we'd go to Vegas and after we would compete and I would stand on stage and get judged in front of <clears throat> you know the nation's best <laughs> and then um i would go to the pool like I, you know after the show and like i would still feel weird about taking my shirt off like on a oh, stage yeah. it didn't affect me but i didn't i, I was like it still bothered me like and yeah, I, I was like yeah. i was like lean i was ready you know i just competed in the usa's like, like but i would go into a pool is just a different social environment and it would make me uncomfortable i get i get nervous like when i go swimming at the river and stuff yeah like People don't look like us in public, mm-hmm. so like, are they staring because they're admiring you, or are they staring because they're judging the fuck out of you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's I. I think there will always be some, especially when you've looked a certain way for so long. You like you you'll hold yourself to it, maybe an unhealthy standard. <laughs> like, yeah, I think. Or that. or maybe a I don't know. I don't know if it's healthy or not. 
Like, do you have that one? Unrealistic standard, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah I, I never really liked taking my shirt off. And I don't like being the center of attention either. Uh, the only time I ever like it is on a body, bodybuilding stage. On stage, yeah. yeah. Or powerlifting. Because you don't think about yeah. it. And, like, I don't even see the crowd. I don't know about you guys, but I don't ever see the crowd whenever I'm up there. I don't. I just see the lights and the judges and the other competitors, and that's it. Because, um, like, I hate public speaking. The fact that I do this is actually a big step for Oh, me. yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you, Tim? I don't get nervous on the stage. I'm just worried about the fat on my ass not moving around. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just more worried about am I dry, am I pulling up water? Mm-hmm. I don't even care about the audience at all. Yeah. Just yeah, I don't. I don't like really <clears throat> when I competed in bodybuilding, like on a stage. I, I, I never felt really like insecure. No, I don't. I don't really feel like. I think it's more like in like social normal settings that I mm-hmm. get like anxiety about it. Like, like when if you're, you're at a bar audio. and you're getting like a bunch of dudes. Like people always think that it's women that you're gonna get attention. Always from. dudes. It's just dudes. Like it's just dudes that are coming. Up, oh, dude, you're fucking jacked. How and much like, you bitch? And they're like touching you, and you're just like, dude. For me, like I'm like, <laughs> and like it's it, like it gives me anxiety. Like in, yeah, in like, yeah, yeah. normal social settings, but when you're like, for me, like when I'm at a bodybuilding show, I don't like. It, it's like, I, it doesn't uh, safe. Like like yeah, like it's not like for mm-hmm. for me. It was it's never about. Um, like, I'm, I don't know. I don't know why. Like, yeah, I, I never you're, you're, you're in a, an arena full of, like, fit, shredded, big people. People who are going like, to judge I, you up and down, like... And it, but it doesn't, like, it. that that doesn't bother me. And it, you're it's in, the common like, folk a that speedo bothers me. or a thong, basically a man thong. <laughs> right. But it doesn't... I never get anxiety from that, but I'll get anxiety just being, like, at a bar and somebody yeah. comes up and talks to you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. But, like, I'll go up there and <laughs> just all tanned up different and oiled up. Yeah. yeah. And it's the social totally fine. The, the, the social norm that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, it's not. I agree. Yeah. For some, like, walking, like, you see a lot of guys walking around the expos and stuff with their lats flared out and tank tops. And, like, I don't really, like, mm-hmm. I just, it doesn't, like, I don't feel like I need to do that. I've always, like, I just, that that whole area feels comfortable the gym the comfortable like everything's comfortable but like you go to a bar or um you know walmarts or anything where mm-hmm. there's just a lot of people like that's where i like get really right oh i fucking hate walmart too. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i had some guy come up to me at a winco and asked me to pick up his wife out of her chair and i was like oh why like does she need assistance because she was like in a wheelchair and i'm like oh what's the deal why do you need it? And I'm like, okay, so I'm heading over there to pick the wife up out of the chair, and I'm like, why, why am I doing this? He's like, just because I want to see if you can do it. I'm like, motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Medical problem. Or right. something. I ain't picking your wife up just because you want me to. Right. Yeah. I know. I remember after the last show I did in Portland, we went to a uh, a burger place, uh, Katie and I, during like getting the the burger between pre judging and the night show. And one of the gals there was like, flex for me. And I was like the cashier. And I was like, I don't really want to do that. But she's like, come on, come on, just do it. Right in front of like my girlfriend at the time. I'm like, this is just so weird. Imagine it being but, the other way around, though. Like if you're a dude and you're like, hey. <laughs> pop those glutes real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Take, pull down your pants Let's real quick. Let's see those tie-ins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's weird. But, yeah, like stuff like that gives me anxiety. But yeah, yeah like being on stage, it's totally fine. I don't care. Yeah, no, I felt that in the world. Too. I heard, as soon as I heard you scream, I was like, it's on. Mm-hmm. I, like, all my nerves were gone. Oh, you'll hear my voice. That was the only voice I heard. Yeah. You're loud as fuck. 
I'm, I'm obnoxious at those at the shows. <laughs> if I got a client up there, they're... People are going <laughs> to know, they're going to hear me and everybody else around me is going to know which competitor is mine. And I don't know if that's good for you or not, but <laughs> they're like, oh, I mean, that's I, Brandon's client. Uh, <laughs> I heard you though, and I appreciate it. Yeah. You were at my show, so. I got an obnoxious voice. But do you have any other questions for our guest? I mean, I, I got a couple of questions from Instagram if uh, we want to go over that. I'm sure some people would like to hear that. Let's yeah, see. Yeah. Um, so Kelsey asked your thoughts on bikini competitors and have you ever trained one? I've never trained one, but I think that it would be definitely doable. Um, a lot more so than figure like physique. Yeah, that's what Kelsey from uh, PDX Cookie or uh, oh yeah. The smaller blonde gal. It brings the cookies every night. Yeah, yeah. Making us all fat. Yep. Dude, those cookies, <laughs> those cookies are unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do them. They're too rich for me. They just... Yeah, awesome. they, them up. Awesome. You got to what? Heat them up. Don't do it. I didn't tell you that. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I should just stay away from <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, I'm already too fat as it is. Um, no, I haven't trained any bikini girls, but I think it wouldn't be any different than training a figure girl. Just the nutrition would be a little different and uh, probably not as heavy of compound lifts and kind of more ham and glute work and mm-hmm. shit like that. All right. And then uh, this one's from Heather, Heather Munson, who was our last <laughs> guest. Uh, this is actually a really good one. If Ryan was a competitive bodybuilder, what would be his sport of choice and why? I think actually that'd be a good question for everybody. But yeah. We'll start with you. If you were to be a professional athlete, what yeah. sport would it be? Always wanted to play professional lacrosse. Wow. That's... I was, pretty, <laughs> yeah, I was pretty fucking good at lacrosse. I'm not, I was like obsessed and uh, I actually like went to Western Oregon to play college lacrosse. No shit. <laughs> yeah. And I, dude, Oregon? I was tr- yeah, I was training and everything like body, not bodybuilding, but like still trying to get big and everything. And I was an attack, but I was like the biggest, strongest attack because usually the guys like the big guys were. What's an attack? Well, they're they're up by the the goal, oh, okay. and then there's middies, and then there's there's defense. Oh, okay. like so. Solid. Usually, big guys right would just be it. defense or goalies, but I was like an attack. With the like, so quick squirmy guys, but I'll just ram my way in there. Oh <laughs> yeah! And uh, I didn't know that either, dude. You, I was pretty we'll fucking have, good, man. Come back, we, we we learned too much. <laughs> yeah, we, got, we got more to learn. But yeah. Oh, Tim. My sport of choice would be wrestling. I had to give it up because like pro wrestling. No. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling, real wrestling, real wrestling. <laughs> but I had to give it up because there's nothing. I ain't making the Olympics, so... Right. That's such a, do, a shitty thing that they don't have, like, professional wrestling, like, for... Yeah. There's no avenue. They either go professional wrestling or MMA. Yeah. It's the only way to go. Or the Olympics. It was... So I was a chess player when I was younger. I was the Oregon State chess champion. And wrestling, to me, was, like, a battle of the mind and physical against your opponent. Both. So... It definitely requires a lot of thinking. Like, and, like, being able to keep your head on straight while you're exhausted. It's like a... Oh, yeah. That's, and determination to be in shape and to keep going. Dude, I love wrestling. It's like, wrestling is the shit. I yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. If I ever have... Young, if I ever have, like, boys, like, I'm getting them into wrestling it's as young as possible. Right. Lateral drops. It's... Dude, it's it is... Days. <laughs> <laughs> that was my... When I, I wrestled for a couple years in high school, and I was just... I did deadlifts as fuck tons, so I just lateral drop everybody. <laughs> 
Wrestling's such a great sport for young men. A lot of yes. the best bodybuilders in the world are former wrestlers. I believe I it. can't believe how often I see it turns out that they were a wrestler. I believe it. Well, what do you call they it? Wrestlers, they're weight. jacked, too. It's not like wrestlers really lift weights that much just from lifting people. <laughs> they're just in shape. It's their, it's their mentality. Yeah. They will work. Like, I have an asset Stewart guy that you train, but the way he trains hard and the way he, I'm I'm gonna ask him if he's a wrestler. I haven't asked him yet. He looks like he was, I a bet he was a wrestler. Yeah, I, I think so. Just look at his ears. Yeah. We'll look at his ears. He's definitely <laughs> an athlete. Yeah, we'll get him on. What about you? Me? Yeah. Well, I guess I have two. So, I never did fighting growing up. I mean, I did a little karate when I was a kid, but uh, I'd like to do MMA. I have a huge respect for MMA fighters. If I were to be a professional athlete, MMA would be really cool. It's really hard. Like we're talking about discipline. It's probably you gotta be the most disciplined to do that one because you gotta be a jack-of-all-trades and a bunch of different arts. Um, if it came down to money-wise, something like golf. Yeah. <laughs> something you could do for years. Yeah, yeah, do it until you're dead, pretty much. Yeah. So golf would be legit. Yeah, golf's a fun sport. I would, I'm, I would hands down choose MMA. Like, I, I've done a very minimal amount of training, but I always loved it, and it always kind of took me back to my wrestling days. <clears throat> and it always, um, just the, the gut check part of it. Like, I we talked... We haven't talked about puking yet today. Uh, we, we almost always talk about puking. Um, but I've thrown up in, in MMA style or jiu-jitsu or kickboxing and, um, and that stuff and wrestling and, and all of that, um, all those different types of martial arts I've trained until I puked. And it's just that like mm-hmm. that part where you just like really got to dig deep. And I, I just love that, that type of stuff. I always loved, um, um, you know, impact style sport, you know, play, I played football and I, football is probably my favorite sport. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had to pick something that like I could do, like, I just, I like the, like after bodybuilding and powerlifting and you know, the years of wrestling, I love the individualized part of, I, th- I feel like a lot of bodybuilders can relate to MMA too, in yeah. a lot of ways, especially, uh, the weight cutting yeah, and, uh, just being the discipline. You have to be disciplined all the time as an MMA fighter. So yeah. Yeah, some of the, I, mean, I think some of the bodybuilders could afford to get hit in the face a few times. That's true. I think more people in general should be hit in the face more. Give violence, <laughs> violence a chance. Yes. Um, yeah, but MMA is just it's such a phenomenal sport. And I, I like you, man, I just have such a tremendous amount of respect for these guys that, that train for it. It's it, the, the training camps are brutal that these guys go through, like... You, like you hear about, like when these guys get injured, it's it seems like it's like rarely ever in the fight. It's always in the camp. Yep. Like they're just they're training so hard. It's and there's a lot on the line. I mean, you could die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. there's something to be said for two men or women that get into a a cage and lock the door and yeah, it's primal. And, and go tell somebody. Yeah, dude. Like I think that's why I like it. It just like yeah. gets back to like your primal roots and yeah. I mean, like, I think we need, need more of that in society and absolutely anyway. Uh, yeah. So yeah. No doubt. Was that all the questions that we had from the followers? Uh, I think there was another one. There was actually one from Dylan. I'm trying to find it again. Uh, I think it was uh, your favorite delt and uh, long head tricep exercise. I showed you that one last night at the gym. At the single arm tricep pushdowns. I don't know why. They've just... On a cable? No. On a machine. On some sort of machine... Or you can do cable too, but I just like the isolated because I can get way more mind-to-muscle connection that way. And then for delts, lateral raises and yeah. dumbbell press. You're a monster. 
truck. He's <laughs> a yeah. monster. You have to dumbbell press heavy. Yeah. I like the Smith machine, but I've tried experimenting going back and forth. For some reason, all the stabilizer muscles when you do dumbbells. Is that why you like dumbbell or shoulder press? Or I, th- I feel like you, you f- get more fibers activated with dumbbells rather than the Smith machine. What kind of weight you throw around on those? Because I've seen you use some pretty I threw the machines. 150s for 10. God. Yeah. And like a, legit, get, a legit 10. Too. I couldn't even. I don't think I could get yeah. the 150s in place. Oh, I don't. I know I, I couldn't. Like, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't even try. If you can do 150 pound dumbbells for 10, your shoulders are going to be big. It's You're nice. have, yeah. 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 I think so. <laughs> and then the my favorite is the rear delt swings. Oh, the swings. You showed us mm. those. Dude, I have not had that kind of a rear yeah. delt pump since I've started doing those. I forgot about those. I need to start putting those Like sets of 40 too. and 50, like just barely swing. Yeah, I like yeah. them when they like, you, you swing like 40, 50, 60, and then you drop them and then just grab some like 20s and then fly. Oh my God. Rear right. delts are underrated. Super yeah, underrated. I think people... Yeah really lack like overall in bodybuilding I think there needs to be more rear delts that's like mm-hmm. one of those parts like when when I see like a, a guy who claims he's a bodybuilder like and you see him walk away and he's got big old caps like hanging off of his you know the t-shirt just hangs off of him you're like that dude's a bodybuilder like that's just what and traps too for some reason like the way that it all like sits on the shoulders like that you're right. like that yeah traps. I like that look trap delt and then the the tricep pops out. Mm-hmm. And then I think the reason my long heads are so good is because I bench a lot, just flat bench. But mm-hmm. I grab kind of like, not close grip, but not, not very wide. Grip, right? yeah. I think I definitely use more triceps when I bench than most people. Mm-hmm. And I think you that's a played too. a huge part of it. Yeah. And yeah. When you bench 405 for 10, you're going to have the least. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Science again. I got 425 for 5 last time. That oh, was shit. That's like my new... PR right now. That's dope. So I'm gonna stick with that. That's a lot of weight. I got some work to do. Yeah. <laughs> I got my work cut out for me, especially if we're gonna compete together in the fall. Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> that happens. That'd be awesome. Before we're done, I wanna vouch for. I don't vouch for many trainers. Because people give money. There's so much bad training in the world at most other gyms, whatever. But I will vouch for Ryan if you need to get a trainer. You wanna burn fat or grow muscle? Definitely see this guy. He studies like crazy. He's mm-hmm. learning at an incredible rate. Already knows a ton. More than any trainer you're going to find anywhere. He's a fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're one of the rare exceptions for a guy that's just in one show that actually knows a shitload that I would yeah, trust. Yeah, right. Like, you're one of the very few. Because I think there's a lot that do their show and then they're like, hire me for tra- training purposes or coaching. Yeah, you're yeah. Like, I was specifically, just... I didn't want to be that guy, so I waited a while. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Especially I've seen some yeah, people and I specifically though. I think we know I'm like yeah. I don't want to be like that guy. Yeah, you do have the knowledge though too. And you always come talk to me about real topics, real yeah genuinely interested in it. You you're learning your shit. Well and like between all of us, all the like anecdotal evidence, mm-hmm. shit that you can't just read in a textbook, you know, that you, you you learn from years of training with multiple different bodybuilders from different walks of life and you know you just can't learn that unless you're like hands on and you're in that environment. I always say this a lot, but that's one thing that's great about O'Malley's too is just like you can walk up to anybody who looks decent. Yeah. You're gonna learn something from them. Yeah. So yeah, there's something to be said about O'Malley's for that instead of a commercial gym. Absolutely. And people are just willing to help there. 
That's the thing that, like, in society, I think a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to, like, ask him because, like, he's, or they're scared to ask bodybuilders and stuff. But it's like, they're the one of the most helpful people to ask. Right. And they're happy to help. If you approach them at a appropriate time, time. before they train or after, but, like, you were saying, like, you can tell when you have, like, a fuck-off look Mm -hmm. on your face, like... I feel like it just and be a little respectful. It seems like maybe maybe it was more so back when we first started, but it was a lot of like hush hush, and you had to like pay people so much money to get any information. But now that there's a lot of information, some good, some bad, um, I feel like. And one thing I am grateful for um, at our in our gym is that there's it's never really like a hush hush thing. Mm-hmm. Like nobody like we we all like want to see everybody do well. Like even if you guys are going to compete against each other next year. You guys will still bounce things off each other throughout the year. Yeah. Like, there's no, oh, like, yeah. there's no, like, weird... I feel like that, that used to happen a lot, but it was because there was, wasn't really a lot of information, so people would kind of hoard it. Yeah. And we had to pay people to find it. Mm-hmm. And there's a real camaraderie at O'Malley's, especially when uh, people are competing against each other, too. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem like there's this gym rivalry or no. this competitive... It's just, like... Both of you just want to do the best to bring it out of each other. Right. So, Like when you and Thomas were competing yeah. against each other, you guys were standing next to each other every single week at posing class. And it's awesome. It, dude, seriously, now, like, I don't know. I think it was a couple weeks ago or a few weeks ago before everything, and I was like, let's, let's just go in the corner. Let's just see where we're at. But we're just, like, <laughs> yeah. throwing up a couple front, front double bites, have a couple poses. I'm like, all right, I see you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you still got that little waist. It's, it's, it's like, like you still food. got those it, huge arms. It's really good, too, because, like, you know, like when we have our – group posing classes and you're like okay like even if you guys weren't competing against each other and say you guys were a couple weeks apart in your shows you're like oh man like that dude's supposed to be two weeks behind me but he's two weeks ahead of me you guys kind of gauge each other but yeah i thought a prime example is you know you and thomas were competing and you were quite a bit ahead of him for a lot of it and thomas got to see that every single week and then dude like that last like three weeks Dude, he put the shut foot up. on the gas, dude. And he Absolutely. Like, he almost caught your ass, dude. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was telling Thomas the whole time, you're behind, you're behind, you're behind. Yeah, you're dude. Behind, behind. You guys put the, you guys put the, the pedal to the metal, dude. And you guys, like, you you almost got him, dude. Like, because that, but that was really cool for him. I think, I think it was pretty that. cool going, like, shot for shot with him. Because there's shots where I know, like, his ab and thigh, he's just going to kill me on. His front lat spread is silly, dude. Yeah, his, his last spread's, spread's pretty stupid. fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And, um... Like my most muscular, like I just we are we all have our our strong yeah. points. I mean, we, we recognize yeah. that we like we point it out. We're not have like, like two very different physiques. Too. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like like if you had even at that show if you had like a couple of you know different style judges like he you know probably could have gotten some ones in that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's good. It, it was, watch. Yeah, it was really fun being in that that group chat. When, like, you would send pictures of Thomas, and then you would send pictures of Ryan. I'm sitting on the outside at home. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see them on stage. I can't wait. (laughs) Now that I know how to pose, like, it's totally different. I didn't really know how to present it very well. I don't know Mm -hmm. if either of us really did, but, like, we've both been working on it. And, dude, the way you pose is, like... It's very underrated. Yeah, like, like my, my my quarter turns, I didn't know. I wasn't doing them right at all. And so, like, now I really know how to how to blade the right way and how to make my hand pop and mm-hmm. everything. When you're going to end up being... Last time, they both have gotten even better, so yeah, it's going to be funner on the next one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you're such a... 
<laughs> an anal person, like you're going to end up being like a really good poser and probably pro- like posing coach mm-hmm. in the future because dude, you like I'm a pretty good posing coach, but you are so like like into the fucking dude. If you look dude, at those you... before pictures, look at the line down Stop my belly it, button. I swear, look at you... the pictures when I was we're 15. Not, we're not even starting with that. <laughs> I'm crooked. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> but yeah, like that, 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 like attention to detail will end up making you nice, really, really good. So I mean, I we teach you a lot about it, but yeah. it's it is probably gonna make you really. I'm really for stoked it. for whenever posing classes start because that dude, I fucking love it. It's yeah. such a good workout. It's a lot of fun to coach. Like even if you don't compete, you should still go. Yeah. Try out a posing class, like to see what it's about. Learn how to like. Use your mind to control your muscles and not just push the weight around. Yeah, it'll it'll help training too. Oh, it's a good workout too. Oh, oh I just drenched yeah, after. If you want to be a bodybuilder, just see if you can come hold some poses for two minutes. Right. <laughs> you got to teach a class on uh, how to pose in the bathroom mirror too. Oh yeah, dude, it's all about the angles. angles. Oh Jesus, Jesus Christ, dude, you kill those angles. <laughs> I've been doing that same side by side. The Craig Goliath. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Even but sometimes you can't fake it. So I'm like. Yeah. Even if you got the good angle, and it, you know, you can't always just use the angle. He is I just actually emphasize. really big, but he actually really am. Good angle too. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's the just the just the bathroom selfie. Good to go. I think so. That was a good. Right. That was a good one. I had a lot of fun. I laughed a lot on this one. Yep. Cool. Good shit. Three claps. Give us three claps, man. Peace. Nice. <laughs>